Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is your weekly sports fix with sticks. Hey everyone, what's going on? My name is Chris and this is your Sports Fix with Sticks. Uh, I am not Sticks, that's the other guy Jason across the microphone for me. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going good, man. We had a, a big week in football and everybody's probably waiting for our tears to happen for the Seahawks game, but we'll get to that in a minute. But a little recap of the NFL last weekend, the Browns won again that's that's good that's two the chargers they're winning and uh the vikings won which is good for them uh but a lot more to talk about about games that really matter jason you wanted to hit the baltimore buffalo game what's up with that man man yeah let's see uh baltimore and buffalo buffalo did not cover the six points like uh i thought they would <laughs> yeah there you go you know uh, lamar jackson did a very good job just like we all know that he, he does every week he um he did throw a pick he did throw a pick uh he kind of I guess he hurt his, uh, I don't know if his hamstring or thigh on the uh, Monday at practice, I believe it was. Or, you know, he's a little gimped up, so we'll see if he plays this next weekend, whoever they play. And, um, you know, uh, Baltimore isn't a bad team. I think they are going to be able to, you know, hold their own and make a strong playoff push here. You know, but hey, you know, sometimes you pick good ones, sometimes you pick bad ones, so... I'm going to go ahead and just say that I went on the wrong end of that, but sometimes you got to go for the underdogs. No, I wanted to say one thing about that game. Well, two things about that game. You say Lamar's leg, right? You're like, oh, his leg, it hurt him. Oh. And I'm yeah. like, oh, his leg's like a tree stump compared to mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the other right. thing is, your other thing is, is that Baltimore, you know, they're kicking everybody's ass. They're 11 and 2 right now, but the rest of their record, they have to play the Jets, the Browns, and then. They do play the Steelers at the very end, but the Steelers really aren't doing that great either. So do they really have any competition coming up the rest of the season? No, I think uh, if I th they play on Thursday night, too. So, I mean, if Lamar's even a little bit dinged up, um, I would say that you just, you know, sit him for this game. I think you have a against the Jets. The Jets are a train wreck. Yep. Um, you know, so Thursday night, I mean, at home uh, against the Jets, then I'd say you might even take a chance and just play RG3 for the for that game. I mean, I mean, if if not, it's going to be a, a limited um, limited arsenal, I think. Yeah, I mean, he definitely won't try to do too much like he normally does. Not too much, but I mean, he won't try to run the ball as much with a little bit of a sore leg because you definitely want that guy ready for the playoffs. Yeah, you know yeah, especially against a 5-8 and eight team that's just going to be out there either three weeks left in the season, they're going to be either 
either trying to just hang out and get the draft pick higher or they're going to be playing to keep their position for next year. So you never know what kind of team you're going to be playing late in the season. But um, for Baltimore's sake, I, honestly, for New York Jets' sake, let's hope that they just kind of roll over and let them take it. <laughs> Right. I agree. All right. So what's the other game you wanted to hit? You wanted to hit uh, KC New England. Yeah, we got KC New England. I'm sure a lot of people watch that game. You know, KC was up 20 to 7 at halftime. I don't think Mm -hmm. the game was even really that close. You know, it ended up being 23-16. So like we discussed on the other episode was, you know, we knew that KC was going to cover the three points, which they did. And then we also knew that uh, KC was going to win outright. So even at New England, their first loss in like 21 straight home games or whatnot, you know. And Finally! I, Sorry. <laughs> and, when, uh, and now uh, Patrick Mahomes a little banged up. They thought he hurt his hand, I guess, but no broken bones. So he might be one of those uh, rest this weekend type guys too, or very limited guys. I don't think they'll rest him, but not going to ask him to do too much this weekend. But First half, right? Yeah, I mean they play the they play the Broncos at yep. home. So, you know, the Broncos are are that Drew Locke had a good game. So, I mean maybe it's going to be a good game, but I don't think the the Chiefs have anything to worry about. They do have to, something to still play for. So, you I know, mean, they might put, have to step back their their uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes game a little bit. Well, I mean Drew Locke put up three over 300 yards and a 38 point, you know, uh, against the Houston Texans with, you know, J.J. Watt's out, though, right? <laughs> yeah, J.J. Watt is out, yeah. So, but, but they I mean, were they... playing good until the last couple of weeks, their defense was. I mean, they just beat the Patriots, right, a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, so, I mean, for the for the Broncos to put up that kind of uh, fight against the, uh, the Texans, I mean, you know, you, you never know that uh, the Chiefs might have something to, to pay attention to next week. Yeah. But like I said, we're uh, we did call that game, so we got we got one uh, one right, right? Well, All right, we're 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 one for two. We're fi- we're five hundred, man. That's like a great batting average. Yeah. See, I know that you got to watch the uh, 49ers and New Orleans game a little bit more than I did. I was at work, but man, what a game that was! I got to see a lot of the back and forth, touchdown after touchdown. I guess defense was optional in that game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> From what I saw, and I remember that last play by George Kittle. Man, is that guy not a? just a beast or what yeah but he should get a better last name that last name is just not working for him (laughs) no No, but it was a great game it was crazy uh it it even got to the point where uh something was going on inside the house and i told my wife i'm like you have to come see this it's been back and forth all day and she's like okay cool and then we saw something happen she's like ah the game's over she left she came back and then the Niners, you know, pull it out. And she's like, wait, no, the Saints were winning when I saw the game. And I'm like, oh, it was so good. It was such a good game. So, yeah, it was good. Too bad you were working. Yeah, even Wifey was entertained. That's good. Didn't you guys leave a little bit late for the uh We did. We had to wait until Because that... you had to watch the end of the game. Yeah, we totally did. Uh, okay, should we get to the Seahawks game now? Yeah, let's get to it. I mean, we've had a couple days to... Uh... Yeah, to cry and just uh, focus a little bit and back look back on it. I mean, you know, you were there, so how much fun was that? I mean, it was great. I had I had good, really good seats. Uh, It was a gift to us in a sense. Uh, uh, But beside all that, it was. I mean, the Seahawks didn't even show up. It was pretty. uh, I know you didn't get to get too much on Twitter. Probably didn't get uh, much of a reception down there. You know, we were texting back and forth a little bit and everything. But Mm -hmm. it's funny because. You know, we're all armchair quarterbacks, right? We all know we all know that we all think we know better than, you know, the coach. So what I've came up with in a 
<laughs> in a more positive perception of what I saw. I'll get into the negatives next. But from what I was seeing, you know, everybody wants this to change, this to change, this to change, this to change, which I'm going to want stuff to change too. And you will yep. too. But what I think is do you believe in coach p and do you believe in schottenheimer and do you believe in the staff and do you believe in the team yes right i believe if we want them to keep playing seahawks football and do what we want them to do go all the way to the super bowl right which we all yeah. think that that's what's going to happen yeah if to be we positive. don't if we don't get lazy yeah well, you have to be positive on that point. And, yep. you know, there's there's a lot of negative Nancys out there. And I think it's kind of funny sometimes on Twitter and hearing some of this stuff. But and now to the negative part of it. Mm -hmm. Did they play good? No. It was probably the worst game I've seen them play all year. What do you think? Yeah, it was. No touchdowns. Uh, nobody had over 100 yards receiving. Uh, Lockett wasn't even targeted until like the fourth quarter. I mean, I was literally looking at him the whole game going, are they ever going to try to throw it to him? But they were double teaming him. So I understood why they weren't. But nothing, nothing happened. There was, there was no, there was no, um, you know, that energy you feel when you go to a game and the Seahawks, because yeah. the Seahawks, they make it feel like family. Like you're saying, do you trust the front office? Do you trust Schottenheimer? Do you trust Pete? Yeah, we do because they do have and have made it feel like family. So we do trust them. But last night it, there wasn't that warm, fuzzy Thanksgiving feeling you get at a game when you see the Seahawks play. It was like, oh, we're all hung over. We can't make it. I'm sorry. I mean, they were sick well, could, the week before, but still right. they won. <laughs> right. No excuse. Well, you could see, like, I mean, I don't know how many times I saw my boy Jadavian Clowney. And I know when you say my boy, when I say my boy, I hope you know that I'm kidding because I, you know, not a big fan of him at this point. But <laughs> Okay. He wasn't, he was never ready for the snap. I don't know how many times he was like adjusting his helmet. And then all of a sudden he went to put his hand in the ground and then they'd snap the ball. So the whole defense, uh, the linebackers, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright and Cody Barton, you know, I think that was his first start all year. He was playing from injured Michael Kendricks. Those guys were always like four or five yards off of those slant routes. You saw how many sideline to sideline passes there were and 15 yards here to the left, 15 yards to the right, you know, um, yeah. they were slow. The couple long downfield passes that they got, I know Diggs got, Diggs got a couple interceptions and one, one pick six, but just seemed like the whole defense was just like a step behind everything. Right. And like you said, yeah. they weren't ready to play or they were, you know, seemed like they were hung over or whatnot, but, you know, I, I personally think, I know it's crazy talk and people get mad. Oh, everybody thinks they should win every game of the season, right? They all think it should be 16-0 and 0 or whatever. Yep. I, I feel that, that uh, you know, that that loss was a, probably a good, nice kick in the butt for them. I mean, you know, if they go into if they go down to Carolina and absolutely play like a doggy poo-poo, then, you know, then we might want to start questioning, you know, and, and wondering what the hell is going on, but... They got Carolina at Carolina, Arizona at home. Of yep. course, we're not going to beat anybody by three touchdowns or whatever, unless they surprise us or whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, those are two must-win games, and they must get right in those two games. So when we play San Francisco at home if for the last game of the season, and hopefully Good. they flex it to a Sunday night game if it's not a Sunday night game already. but Or no, they don't do a Sunday night game on the last uh, game of the year. So No. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be – all the marbles, you know, and looking Here's, forward to that. Yeah, no, that 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 game's going to be the game of the year. Uh, I think even even bigger than the Super Bowl, in a sense, 
for the NFC if it comes down to first place or let's be honest, fifth place. That's I think the biggest right. part about losing is the fact that we dropped like seven different income statuses to fifth place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go from first, like you're number one, yay, and then you go to fifth behind the Cowboys, who are like five and five. Actually, that's not even them anymore. Who is it now? Uh, Eagles. I, the, yeah, they're both tied. I think six and seven, right? Yeah. So it's like it's so depressing that we lost. On top of that, yeah, you are now like the third side chick. You are not even allowed to like play up top <laughs> with the two guys. So right. you just hang out over here. And if you get to play with us, well, we might let you play. So that's what but kind now, of sucks. Would, would you want the, the loss now? Or would you rather have the loss in the first round of the playoffs? Like it's cruddy game we played last year at Dallas you know what I'm saying yeah no I hear you I definitely agree with you that the Seahawks play better when they're pissed off but they also uh have never played the Rams well they always play down and I talked to my wife and if the sad thing is is I've been to three of their games against the Rams in LA and they've lost all those games All right, no more for you unless Lost. I'm there next year. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. And if I so now the goal is to go to Seattle, and if they win when I'm in Seattle, then I'm allowed to go to games there. There you go. So we'll figure that out. Let's hope that the uh, well, last year didn't matter because Seahawks sucked and the Rams were killing it, but this year it was a big deal. So yeah, mm. I mean, you know, that definitely hurt us. Definitely hurt. You know, like you said, went from first to fifth. You know, we literally controlled our own destiny, which we talked about. It's like you got divorced and lost your kids. It's like that's the feeling that we <laughs> got last month, Thursday and Sunday All night. right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's exactly what it, what it felt like. I remember those days. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know what? The, the positive right. thing is we still have three weeks left, and we'll that, see what they're made of, right? That's right. I like it. Okay, uh, <laughs> NFL, uh, should we do a preview of what's to come next week yeah, let's in the see NFL? Yeah, let's what we got going on here. We got the Jets and Ravens, like you said, or like we talked about on uh, Thursday night. Ooh, I'm going to put money on the Jets to lose. Yeah, well, it'd probably be... <laughs> can you do that? $30 to win $1, so yeah, oh, you sure can, but it's not, not going to be worth your uh, the fun there uh bears packers should be a good one right yeah but uh i mean the packers are still in it they're in the wild card chase right right now uh yeah so i mean yeah so packers are first in the nfl nfc north bears are seven and six they're in the hunt okay i'm looking they're in they're behind the the rams in the hunt yeah if the rams lose again which they will uh they're in the hunt So let's see what other games. Well, you know what's funny is what are the Titans in the last seven games? I believe six games. The Titans are six, five, and one. I mean, Houston at Tennessee. And then, you know, the Titans are fighting for a, a playoff berth here as well. They're you know they are eight and five, eight and five. tied with Pittsburgh, but they're they're behind Pittsburgh because of the crazy tiebreaker or whatever they got going on here. But um, you know Tennessee is a good team to look out for. I think that'll be a a pretty solid game to watch. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill and got rid of Marcus Mariota. Tannehill looks like he's you know got out of Miami and so he's living the dream now. That he's playing for a good team. We talked a little bit about Broncos Chiefs. Ooh, Dolphins, Giants, that might not be so much fun. Nah, that'll be something on Red Zone that never shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're now the, just the, waiting for someone to get into the side of the 20. Oh, here's the Dolphins and Giants. They're on their own, their own 20-yard line. That's about as close to get to the other red zone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Vikings, Chargers. The Vikings. I don't even know what to think there. I mean, because it's... Vikings are the sixth 
playoff seed right now? Uh, currently, they're 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 the second wild card, yeah, sixth seed. But the Chargers are out; they're eliminated. So, yeah. are you going to play the team that doesn't give a damn? Or are you going to play the team trying to make their trying to be have a job next year? You know, which right. team are you going to play? So, the Vikings might have a hard game, but I mean, we won't know till Sunday. We won't know. I think that you know Philip Rivers is. He's been hot and cold. I mean, well, the Chargers still every game this year, they've lost by less than seven points or whatever. The games that they have lost. So, I mean, you know, I guess maybe they're still trying to show up. So we'll see. Rams-Cowboys game is going to be crazy. Yeah, that's going to be a... I am pretty sure that since the Seahawks play early that morning, I'm pretty sure I'll be watching that one at 125. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, the Cowboys are six and seven winning their division currently right now. If the Rams beat them, that takes them below. Is it Philly? Yep. So Philly would take the Cowboys number one seed in their division with another losing record, which is so depressing (laughs) because we've got the Seahawks at 10 and three right now, which again, we lost last night, but you've got other teams. I mean, even the even the uh, freaking Bears are seven and six with a winning record, and they're not even in the playoffs over them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we do remember back in two thousand and twelve, the Seahawks were seven and nine. Yeah, and made the and they were first in their division, and they made the playoffs, and they hosted a home game. It's kind of the Did, same thing. Was that when we beat Atlanta, and everybody's like, "You're not going to win"? Well, it was the uh, the beastquake at at ah uh, uh, yeah yeah it was a beastquake, and um, I was there for that one, and that was amazing. So I bet that's awesome. That's awesome. That's okay, the reason so- why I can't. That's the reason why I can't remember what year it was. Because you had too good, too good of a time. Let's round it out. Sunday night games, Bills at Steelers. I mean, the Bills and Steelers, that is a big deal because they're going to be sitting at five or six at the sense right. for the wild card right now. So Yeah, because, well, you know, Buffalo still has a chance to, to get you know, that number one seed from New England, if New England keeps, you know, faltering at, at the way that, that they've been playing lately. But because I know that, Buffalo and New England play the last game of the year as well. But you're right. I think Buffalo-Pittsburgh is going to be a good game because it is has playoff intentions all around. I mean, I don't know how Mike Tomlin has a 8-5 and five record with Ducky and uh, Ducky. You know the quarterback's name, Devlin Ducky or Ducky Devlin. I don't even know his name, but he's the second quarterback after Mason Rudolph. And, uh, you know, they're still eight and five. James Conner hasn't been James Conner all year. He's missed a few games, has a mm-hmm. shoulder injury. Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't been able to, you know, get a lot of passes. And he's been dinged up. So, I mean, that's going to be a good game. If if Pittsburgh can pull this one off, you know, I mean, look out for those guys. They're, whatever the simple game plan they're putting together you know, it's working eight and five. No one would have thunk that. And no. I guarantee it after they lost Ben Roethlisberger in what the second game when the Seahawks played them second week, week two, hundred so. percent. But nobody also would see the bills at nine and four at this point. Absolutely not. <laughs> so it's been a crazy year, especially with the Rams, not even in the playoffs at this point. And we are at a 10 and three, we would have never thought that. So years swing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's Tides are changing, so uh, what what else we got? We get we want to uh, touch let's, touch on some college football. Yeah, let's uh, let's run through this real quick since uh, we did uh, really well on these <laughs> games. You know the Utah Oregon game. I know a lot of people watched that. Man, that boy was I wrong on that one. I thought Utah would at least put up a fight. Not the outcome I was expecting. However, they did the over did hit. So if there were any betting fools out there, uh, 
that you know took my advice on that one. Hopefully they got that one right. So Oregon will play in the Rose Bowl. Oregon's offense and is just crazy. Those guys are just, they're just nuts. How they when they're on, they're on. And Justin Herbert uh, used to be a Heisman candidate. He's not anymore. But Baylor, Oklahoma, not even gonna want to. I don't even want to talk about that one. That one was just gross all over the place. <laughs> um, I thought Oklahoma was gonna play better, and they're just. They didn't. So then, uh, Georgia LSU is was you know super disappointing. Not close. Is that what you're thirty thirty seven ten? I mean, I think we called this one right on the nose. I mean, yeah, you nailed you it. You know, we did say that LSU was gonna beat them by seven. Georgia has a good defense, but not good enough to stop Joe Burrow. He's like a Joe Montana or whatnot. But too many things in his arsenal. Yeah, I mean, the line's good. He has a. A running back who's good. He could throw the ball where he wants. Doesn't have great arm strength, but he, you know, he makes the precision passes. So looking forward to talking some bowl games. Uh, bowl games start in the twentieth. So you know, hopefully we'll have something to go off of there. Just gonna cover a couple of the bowl games coming up. Uh, the big ones, like you said, the Rose Bowl. Oregon's gonna be playing Wisconsin. That's six against eight. Wait, wait, wait! Don't forget about the Florida State and the Arizona. Florida State six and six, and Arizona State seven and five. Oh, that, okay. That's on New Year's. Oh, that might, yep, New Year's at 11 Eve. p.m. 11 p.m. That game's going to be no, happening on New Year's Eve. 11 a.m. No, it should be at 11 p.m. Is what game? <laughs> oh, it should be so nobody watches. <laughs> yeah, well, more people probably watch it, just they wouldn't remember. Um, so so the <laughs> Citrus Bowl, Michigan and Alabama. That should honestly be a really good game. Michigan, Alabama. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they both have a lot of pride to play for and we'll see if jim harbaugh's trying to get a new job and uh, is he no we'll see if he is if he's trying to play for a new job or whatnot you never know like we've talked about before that yep that guy can't stay anywhere for more than four years someone's gonna two that i get think him two- out. Yeah, uh, definitely. Two uh, two other bowl games uh, worth mentioning would be the Peach Bowl, which is Oklahoma at LSU, and then a Fiesta Bowl, Clemson and Ohio State. So those two games are on uh, the 28th. Those are going to be uh, some hard hitters. You know, Ohio State, Clemson, you know, number two versus number three, mm-hmm. uh, both 13-0. and 0. People are both leaning both ways on this one. Everyone should be healthy. That's going to be a, uh, a great game. And we'll get more in depth in that probably at a later date. Obviously, before the game starts, uh, we'll do. I think we could do something on that. What do you think? Yeah, we'll put something together. Uh, uh, you know, at least. <laughs> yeah, you know what else is is pretty cool that I think, and a lot of our Husky fans out there, Washington Husky fans alike, is that Boise State will be playing. Uh, you know, the University of Washington. Which is where, you know, in the Las Vegas Bowl, where Chris Peterson actually, you know, coached for a long time. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be Chris Peterson's last coaching adventure. He is going to coach the bowl game. So, that's you cool. know, Boise State 12 and 1 and Washington 7 and 5. And, you know, we'll see how that that plays out. Yeah, that should be a fun. That should be a fun game. I mean, I guess anything with Las Vegas in the title, you're going to have a good time, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sign me up. Or you're going to forget the ending. That's all. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much what happens uh what else did you want to touch on we did college football uh we have is the ufc fight this weekend or is it the next there is a big ufc fight this weekend you know i don't tell me all about it (laughs) let's get started first of all for those of you who uh do listen to us and we appreciate that by the way follow me at us 
Sticks015 at Twitter and Chris underscore Donovan at Twitter. But yeah, so the UFC 245 event that comes up uh, on December 14th from Las Vegas is a big card. There's three title fights and it's a fifth time in UFC history that they've done this and they're on 245. So that's a lot. That's a, a lot of fight cards with only, you know, as much power and as much ambition going into this fight. Um, you know, the under undercard features Amanda Lioness Nunez and Jermaine Iron Lady Durandamine. Nunez is a double champ in the women's division. So she's the bantamweight champ at 135. Also has the belt at featherweight at 145. She's ranked uh, number five pound for pound fighter in the UFC, men and women combined. Nice. Uh, so she's, you know, number five best pound for pound. And she is a tough, tough fighter. 72% of her wins have come by KO and TKO. Uh, she's also on a nine fight win streak. Like I said, she's a double champ and she is badass. I don't think that uh, she's going to have much of a problem with Durandamine, um, even though, you know, Durandamine is coming off a 15 second KO also of Aspen Ladd in July. But, you know, Nunez is just, she's just a monster and she is such a great fighter. So I she hope she just beat Holly Holm, in. right? Yeah, she did beat Holly Holm uh, in four minutes and 10 seconds. And then she also KO'd mm -hmm. Chris Cyborg in December of last December and that took a whole 51 seconds and nobody thought that was going to happen you know I mean she's I know she's done I think one pay-per-view main event you know I mean how do you not have her on a main event when you can because she she fills the seats and she uh, puts on a show yeah and she's nice you know like yeah she, she's not a jerk off, off out of the out of the ring so it's nice to to have somebody you know with that much success in the field or I went recently to I went to the fight we talked about a little bit before we started the podcast and I saw a, a female fight about two cards before the main uh -huh. and man, I would put money on women over men any day. That fight was so good, but about rounds in, they were so bloody. It was so hard to watch. <laughs> you got to say, they don't mess around, man. I mean, there are some bad ass fighters. Exactly. I mean, they're it, in the best to be the best, right? Exactly. And I'm, I've seen Amanda Nunez fight before. I haven't seen Jermaine fight before. What's her name? Jermaine Durandamine. Oh, sure. Sounds yeah. like I'm sounds, sounds like some prescription my doctor gave me. <laughs> right. um, and I'm not talking shit about her. I'm sure she can kick my ass. I know I get that. But I, to, I, to see them fight, I'm looking at the records, 18 and 4, 9 and 3. She's coming up. She's been there. It's going to be a great fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. And we got the uh, co-main event featuring uh, number seven pound-for-pound pound fighter, Max Bless Holloway, who's the champion. Bless you. <laughs> Versus Alexander the Great Volkanovsky uh, for the featherweight 145-pound uh, strap. Uh, Holy Bless crap, they're 145 pounds? When's the last time you were 145 pounds? I was just talking about Lamar Jackson's leg. His leg is 145 <laughs> pounds. Right? I mean, these guys are ripped and 145 of here. Fight, right? I, I, I think I was 11 when I was 145 pounds. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Seriously. Well, maybe not me, but you were—you probably were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were probably five, five pounds. <laughs> yeah, sticks. Uh, that's right. Uh, not so sticks anymore, but hey, we're getting there. Uh, Bless is coming off a five-round decision victory over Frankie Edgar in July, and his 
fight before that was against Dustin Poirier in, in April, and that was at a different weight class, which was a lightweight class at 155 in a decision where he lost that fight against Dustin Poirier, but that fight could have went either way. Max is, actually gave Conor McGregor his first first loss in the, or no, McGregor gave Holloway his first loss in the UFC back in um, when they fought. 2013. Yeah, 2013. Yep. So, mm-hmm. But it was by decision, though, so. By decision, so. And then Max went on a crazy win streak after that, so. This Volkanovski guy, I've never heard of this guy. He's 19-1, 17-fight win streak. That's just crazy. Uh, last two fights came against a couple of veterans, uh, Jose Aldo and Chad Mendez, so you know, th- I mean, those guys are, they're not any slouches to the MMA game. They've both been around a while. Like I said, they're veterans. Uh, so I just think that, but in this fight, I believe that the blessed one, Max Holloway, is just too quick and precise with his strikes and I don't, like I said, I don't know anything about Alexander the Great Guy, but uh, blessed is gonna gonna get a good victory in this one. Well, I've been watching fighting for a long time, and the only thing that I can say about this one is Max Holloway is on 11 game fight streak if I did my math correct it, but he is younger he's he's three years younger which is a big deal around 30 years as you and I can probably uh, contest <laughs> to but the only other thing I can say is that the advantage for Alexander is he's got a two inch reach on him and that makes a big deal when it comes to throwing blows so if if Max and Alexander hit toe to toe punching I think Alexander has an advantage but other than that I'm pretty sure Max is going to take it yeah Max is an all around fighter I I mean, you know, I've seen him in, in plenty of wars where, like you were talking about the blood earlier. I mean, yeah. this guy, this guy doesn't quit, man. And he just keeps, he keeps going and going and going. And, um, you know, he's just an all around great fighter. And even with the reach, I think, you know, Max will be able to pick him apart a little bit and, you know, we'll see how, how far this, this goes. I don't think it goes to a decision. I think no. Holloway will get the better of him before the five rounds so yeah no because holloway is four inches taller than him man he's gonna look like a giant next to him it's gonna be crazy yeah so we'll we'll see i'm hoping uh our you know i'm gonna get somewhere to watch this fight on saturday night so right after you get off a 37 hour shift yeah yeah once i yeah sometimes <laughs> they're they're all, right, all, all the days are the same yeah right the the main event of the evening we'll make it quick the welterweight division 175 pound number 10 pound pound fighter in the world Cameroon Nigerian Nightmare Usman, who's 15 and one. His only loss coming way back in um, 2013 uh, versus Colby Chaos Covington. Has only one blemish on his record as well. Came back in 2015, a submission from some guy named Warley Alvarez. Never even heard of this that dude. But to say these guys don't like each other is an understatement. Believe that uh, you know this is. I don't even know which way this is gonna go. I've seen the last couple fights of Colby's, and he's thrown 346 strikes against Rafael uh, Rafael Dos Anjos and over 500 strikes against Ruthless Robbie Waller Jeez. in his last fight. I mean, he was just doing work. I mean, I don't know if this guy gets tired, but um, he is a, a, a boxer, has a lot of endurance and you know, I don't know. I think with Colby being a 150 underdog, it might be worth uh, throwing some money on there because I think it could go either way. If uh, if Usman, you know, tries to wrestle him, Colby's a wrestler too. He might be able to get up, you know, stop the takedowns. Um, but you know, uh, it's gonna be a great fight, and I know there's a lot of people who have opinions on this and uh you know hopefully uh we'll get some feedback and let us know and hopefully people watch and we can uh chat about it so we'll see so, 
So your choice is Colby. I don't like either one of these knuckleheads, but <laughs> and I definitely don't like Colby. I think he he what Colby does do is he does play off of a WWE style script to promote himself, right? I mean, okay. you can't fault somebody for promoting yourself, right? No. But at the same time, he's still a fighter. And I mean, I think this could go either way. So, I mean, he's, if he, I, I think Colby's got short man syndrome. He's five foot nine, 72 inch reach, and you've got Cameroo uh, at six foot and a 76 inch reach. Now, Colby's going to have to attack him, I think, from the legs if he's going to have any chance to get in there, don't you think? Well, Colby's going to try to. He's going to try to just throw a lot of punches. I mean, this guy threw 900 strikes in his last two fights or whatever. But, do you think with a four-inch reach over Colby on that, Colby's going to back down a little bit on the boxing and try to go a little more wrestling? Well, he's going to have to uh, uh, stop the takedowns of Kam- uh, Kamara Usman because that's what Kamara Usman did to <laughs> – I need to stop saying that. Usman did to, uh, to Tyrone Woodley his last fight was just – you know, take him down and wrestle him. And then Tyron Woodley's a good wrestler as well. And, yep. you know, he just laid on him and, and just uh, Woodley couldn't get up. So Colby's going to make sure he, you know, kicks the legs up. a little bit and makes him work and, and make sure those guys stay up because he wants to box him and beat him up. You know, Colby may surprise surprise some people and take him down too but if he doesn't get the position that he wants he's gonna get back up and and go so you know Usman could could take him down or or use his jab to 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 keep the reach you know use the reach advantage to his favor like you were saying and then take him down so you know it's gonna be a good fight either way I can tell you that both of these guys aren't good at losing they're both 15 and one so it's gonna be a hell of a fight and uh, I hope I hope I get to watch it if not I will just listen to you talk about it later <laughs> it'll be on youtube 20 minutes after it's done yeah not this one but yeah we'll have to check it out and uh, get some feedback and see what what we think and what people think that'd be great because if they go to uh this is funner.com for more podcasts and online content uh leave our leave questions for us at hashtag sticks and sports right uh, yeah, s-t-i-x leave us some uh questions or you know hit us up you know i'm sure that a lot of us have a lot of you have our numbers if not know where to find us yeah. so find us on you twitter know. you can dm us or if they wanted to go to this is funner they can always scroll to the bottom of the page and just send a message over and it gets to uh my inbox and i'll find it and i will you know we'll hit them up or whatever whatever they want nice well i hope everybody enjoyed the show and uh i think it was you know a quality show and we can um wait to hear back and get some questions and comments and tell me i'm a moron if i was wrong yeah we're here to talk smack so uh thank you guys all for listening and then uh we'll probably check in uh i don't know maybe sometime over the weekend if we got some time all right thanks bro appreciate you all right man catch you later later that was sports fix with sticks thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe rate and review the show if you want to join the show use the hashtag sticks and sports Thanks.